Poised for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful future exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life. And for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now here's your host, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In this episode of Poised for Exit, we are going to be speaking with a father and son team who are working their way through a business transition despite some pretty heavy obstacles. We're going to hear their story right after a word from our sponsors, Village Bank and Sunbelt Business Advisors. Are you looking for a bank that supports entrepreneurs? If you're searching for a bank to grow with you and your business, Village Bank would like to welcome you to their village. Village Bank is an entrepreneur's bank built by an entrepreneur for entrepreneurs. Village is ready to help businesses grow and make a community strong. If you want a bank that understands what it takes to build something special and puts relationships first, connect with Village. Follow Village Bank on Facebook and LinkedIn or visit www.villagebankonline.bank. Again, that's villagebankonline.bank. It takes a village to accomplish business goals. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at sunbeltminnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here today with John and Mark Sylvester of Sylvester Remodeling and Design. Gentlemen, welcome to Poise for Exit. Thanks, Julie. Thank Good you. to see you. Good to see you, too. Good to have you on the show. I've been wanting to do this for a while, and you guys have got such a great story. It just seemed like one that we needed to tell. So we're just going to dive right in. And so I know that because we've known each other for a long time, I know that you just celebrated 50 years in business, and that's an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations. But before we start talking about all the wonderful things that you do, if we could just kind of go back in time and talk a little bit about how you got started and why you started a remodeling and design business. Sure. Well, it's hard to believe a young guy like I have been in business for over 50 years. But when you start to tally it up, it, it yeah. becomes a long time. You started when you were five, right? <laughs> I wish. Don't I? I wish that was the case. No, I started... A friend and I started right out of high school just doing remodeling, and I can't believe that people would actually hire us. We were 18 years old, and we were going into people's houses and tearing things apart. And that kind of, I like to build things, and that sent me to architecture school where I was tired of sitting behind a desk, and I really wanted to just get out and nail things together and build things. So that's kind of what started the root of our remodeling company. From there... Well, you know, on any business, things get busy, 
And when you're in the field working, you can't work in the office. And when you're in the office, you can't work in the field. And I was able to come across a really great guy who was much better than I in the field. And he and I kind of joined up and he kind of handled all the field operations. And that freed me up to do the office design and meeting clients and that kind of stuff. I tell everybody I have the greatest job in the world. All I do is talk and drink coffee with people. It's great. <laughs> well, you do a little bit more than that, but that's your favorite part of the job, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So 50 years in business. How has the company evolved since those early days when you were swinging the hammer at 18 years old? Well, again, it, a lot of it relates to the people you get. And I think I've been very lucky or I was lucky for a very long time in hiring just the right people who enjoyed the way we worked, knew what we stood for, and wanted to be a part of growing a business. And so those, with those people in hand, we kind of were able to maneuver a business from a few people into a, a successful remodeling company. Well, I know that your reputation definitely precedes you. We've been working together I've been an advisor of yours for quite a while now, and um, you really do have a great name in the design and remodeling business. So, you know, that doesn't come overnight. It took a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice. And now you're in the throes of a business transition, which is what we're here to talk about. <laughs> yes, yes. And that has as many challenges, I think, as building the business from the start. Especially if you work together with people for a long time and they get ready to move on or they retire. And that's really what has happened in our cases. We've had some key people retire, which has provided a big opportunity for Mark, my son here, to pick his team and kind of develop his team as we move into the future. That can be very difficult and challenging. But at the same time, you, you get this opportunity to kind of build your, your own team, really. The great thing is that we've, over the years, we've developed a lot of systems and we've been able to, although we do a lot of crazy and different kind of things, we're able to work everything within our system. And that's been a little easier, I think, for Mark to have that kind of format to work in between. So let's talk about system for a minute. Honestly, I would think that there would be many companies who are in your industry who maybe struggle with system and process. And I've always said that you, as the leader of your firm, have had that advantage whereby, you know, you, you went to business school, you went to architecture school, you, um, you learned a lot about how to, how to approach business and not just your technical skill. And you have a unique skill set that lends itself to be able to do both and that's unusual not not very many people are able to do both and you can and i know that mark can and so you're putting you know the the business into the right hands right um but but let's just talk a little bit about how you've set up systems for success because they really have served you well and i think that for the business owners who are listening to the show they could benefit by hearing a couple of your secrets Secrets. Well, I think that, you know, um, the systems, when you replicate something over and over again, you develop a system. And it's 
although we do a wide range of projects, something very small or some very big and complex projects, if you are able to plug that into your standard format, anything that's kind of odd is not really that much out of line about what you're doing. So the systems really simplify things when it comes to being organized and having checklists and knowing that you're going to do the same process. Some parts of the process may be longer or shorter than others, but at least you know the direction that you're going and you've done this before in general terms. The great thing about remodeling is that every project is different and every client is different. So you've got to be, even though they're different, it's nice having guidelines that move you through the process. And so now, Mark, you are interested in obviously being groomed to take over the business. Now you're more than interested. You're like in, right? Both feet. So so let's talk about that. Tell us what's going on. Yeah. So uh, basically kind of started when COVID happened and started kind of reevaluating priorities in my life. And I have a young family, so figuring out what was important to me in terms of work-life balance and, and things like that. So started talking to my dad about uh, what would it look like if I came to start working with you. And it took, it was not an immediate yes. It was a, a series of meetings and uh, I think it was six or eight weeks of kind of figuring out how this might look um, at least to get started. And it was very clear that there would be a series of uh, not reviews, but kind of meetings in terms of making sure everybody was, uh, I guess we were both on the same page and, and what we wanted and what we wanted it to look like. So um, part of what I really like about the business growing up, I worked in the field and kind of as a carpenter's helper and, and laborer. And I mean, I think that you realize the systems before you know that there are systems and you kind of just grow up in that and say, okay, yes, each project is different, but this is kind of the, the general layout of it, just as my dad has said. And um, I like those systems and I've always been interested in, in the business. So I like the business side of it. Um, part of what attracted me to it is that he has set up all these systems and they're all there. And he's, I think he's done a very good job of trying to take himself and make it not about himself and about the systems in the business that, that are tried and true and have been working for a long time. So talking about systems, um, I don't know. Were there, were there things that had to change when you came in, when you came on the scene during COVID, which, you know, took courage for both of you, right, to undergo these kinds of changes with a transition on top of dealing with the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess I can speak from my side of it, uh, and then my dad can fill in here. But starting in the middle of the pandemic, uh working for the last couple of years. It just seems like this is standard operating for me in what I know as the business. And so, yes, there were extra systems in place for COVID precautions and safety and things like that, but it was pretty much just the way it was from the day I started here two years ago, not the first time I lived here. Um, so uh, I, I would imagine, yes, there have been lots of systems that have changed, but the I think the overall systems in terms of how the project gets from point A to point B and then completion has stayed similar. I I must say, and I have to, this is really interesting, is I don't think a person could have picked a worse time to get involved in this business. 
I was going to say that, but I didn't think I should. So I'm I glad know. you did. <laughs> it's just amazing how difficult and how many things we've had to go through in the last two years. But yes. let's just hope that that groundwork and all the things that we've been through will be a very, I think it's a really solid base as we move ahead into the future. Well, I think too, that because I've been walking this journey with you, um, if, if you, you've gone through so much, right? Not just the pandemic, but complete changeover basically of your leadership team. Some you wanted to happen and some you didn't, but it just, that's the way it goes. Right. And uh, so the trial by fire, you know, like, like John said, um, it really does lay the foundation. And I think that it just builds, obviously has to build confidence. you right, Mark, because, you know, you look back and you go, wow, I went through all that. I can pretty much do anything at this point. Right. That would, that would be the hope. Um, I'm <laughs> trying well, to within reason, right. <laughs> yeah. Realize it's not going to be easy. Uh, but you know, there, there's different challenges for everything. So if we, if we right. made it through this, much like I would imagine recessions in, in the previous X amount of years of, of the company, those things happen and rely on your systems and hope that things come back around. And you have really made a boatload of progress. I mean, even though it was really tough and, you know, you were in the trenches and you probably didn't sleep some nights, um, you just took it all in stride really well. And I think that there's a combination of not just, you know, your willingness to just both feet in and just figure this out, but also for John to not, in the beginning, to not push you. Like he really wanted to make sure that it was what you wanted because he didn't want you to feel obligated or, or feel like, you know, there was no other choice for Mm -hmm. him. Right. He wanted to make sure that it was right for you because he knew that if it was right for you, it would be right. Not only for the legacy of Sylvester remodeling and design, but also for the company. Right. And the legacy and everyone that, you know, works for you and your client base and, and all the rest. So the ripple effect is really good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a very, I, I would say he was very clear with me that, that this is one of the first lines that he always asked when we had our meetings was, are you, are you still having fun and do you still want to do this? Yeah. And so, I mean, there's a lot of pressure taking over a company that's been around and been successful for a long time, but it's not, mm-hmm. uh, that's not been pushed on me at all by anybody other than myself. Well, that was um, probably a good assessment every time you started a conversation, right? Because things can change and people's minds change. So mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about how COVID has affected you. I know you're kind of on the other side of that now, which is great. And you're working hard at um, trying to figure out how to manage all your jobs. I know you guys are really busy. Maybe we could talk a little bit about the work that you do, the types of jobs you know, that you're taking on and that and what you're seeing in the industry right now. The great part about remodeling is that, as I mentioned earlier, every job is different. And we may meet a client that needs a bathroom remodeled, and we may meet, meet a client that wants to change how their house functions. It's totally functions, the whole house, or want a second floor. And that's what makes it really fun, because mm. what we're trying to do is take something that's not working and then uh, not only physically change it, but emotionally and uh, culturally change it so that it works different for people. And that's the really fun part about this job is doing that on a daily basis, helping clients realize that they can change their homes and make them for the better. So 
that's really what's fun. I, I really like to sit down with clients and listen to what they are looking for and then offer some suggestions about, well, you could do this or you could do that. You've done really well with that. That that design aspect, that creativity aspect that you bring to the table is huge. <laughs> well, yes, yes. And it, after you've done this a while, too, you begin to see where the problems are, which are the first things you probably look for is, oh, we can't do that or this will control this. So you get a sense of what would be possible and what wouldn't be possible based on the experience that you've had. And I'm sure that you have a story or two that you could share of <laughs> um, maybe some kind of interesting project that you recently wrapped up that you could kind of tell us what you did. Yeah, well, one of the projects I think that really outlines what we do in terms of listening and then responding to clients' needs is a past client of ours who had a house in St. Paul. It was three floors, but they adopted a young lady who had a number of physical problems. She was kind of weak on her right side. So they bought another house and we ended up putting in an elevator as well as completely designing this bathroom so that she could maneuver in it based on her strong side. We added features that uh, helped make that happen. And basically, she can get around the whole bathroom without ever having to get into a chair. And the best part of the story is she just graduated from college. They did this when she was probably just starting high school, and it's worked really well for her. So those are the kind of things that are really fun. Absolutely. So what's on the horizon for the two of you? Like, what's the plan, and how how will this this evolve into more of Mark and less of John having to be on the scene? I think that's a very good description. More of Mark and less of John. <laughs> I don't expect to stop abruptly because I'm still having a lot of fun. But hopefully we'll be able to tip the scales a little more in Mark's favor. And he'll be able to take over and do a great job. With someone that he can talk to and go, wow, what would you do here? Or what should we do here? I think... That would be something that would be so nice. It would have been nice for me to have something like that. I think I relied on my network of friends to do that. But to have someone in your camp to just bounce things off is a really good idea. Not to give answers, but to bounce things off. Yeah, I guess I'd have to echo that. Um, that's one of the reasons why I got into the work that I do is because I didn't have anybody like that when I was trying to make those big decisions and just having somebody that has been there and done that and, you know, has real time expertise to share. I think that that's worth everything. Right, Mark? Yeah. As the scales are shifting here and there's hopefully a little less uh, everyday dad working, being more of like a CEO kind of uh, executive figure that is still involved in, in turning the dials and making sure that the ship is headed in the right direction so yes, those everyday questions, but also the big picture stuff, which um, in time, hopefully I will take over with, but keeping the systems going, making sure we're we're on target with all, all of what we're doing and the plans we're laying out and making sure we're thinking bigger picture and on the business rather than in the business is a big important point of the mentoring process, I suppose. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's always been my mantra for sure. On versus in. So when we talk about big picture, we look at the future. In your mind, where do you see the company going? Like, where would you like to see it be in a year or two years or three years down the road? Yeah, I think 
the immediate answer would be, I mean, I, I want it to continue to be successful um, financially and work-life balance and, and all of that. I would like to see, it's a goal to have my dad phase out so he can work less and enjoy semi-retirement more. Um, and drink more coffee. I want him to do that and I want him to be happy with that. He's worked enough. Um, so that's part one is to make sure that we're moving towards that. Um, part two, I mean, part of our goal and our mission statement, our vision statement is to be, you know, one of the top, if not the top design build remodeling companies in, in the Minneapolis area. And I want to keep that up. Uh, it doesn't mean to be the biggest company and to just grow to grow. Uh, we got to do everything within our comfort and within control and, I think one of the hardest parts right now is is building quality the, the quality team so quality individuals making sure that everybody is empowered and in the loop and as my dad alluded to on, in his early days finding people that are committed to growing a company and being there for the long term and success which is challenging right now um, but we think we're we're finding them and we're building that and Yes, I think that you have too. I know you've had your challenges there, but I think because you are clear about the, the not just the skill set that you're looking for, but the kind of person that you're looking for, right? Someone who can align with the values and philosophy that you know, you've always followed as a company and as a leadership team, and it's happening. So like, like attracts like, and you're doing a good job with that. So thank you for being on the show. I sure appreciate it. Short interview, but cool. Very good. And, um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we will um, make sure and get a link to your website in the show notes so people can find you. We'll tag you on social media. And for our listeners, thank you for joining us. Please review and subscribe. Follow us on poisedforexit.com and all the major platforms. Find any other episode to download at poisedforexit.com. We appreciate you following us and see you next time.